Welcome to the podcast where we talk all about love. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Carly Ann. Let's be honest, nobody taught us about the challenges that come with finding and keeping healthy, happy relationships. Nobody warned us of the courage that you need to put yourself out there when dating, or gave us the tools to manage anxiety, or told us what the hell to do when we got ghosted. As two coaches working in this space, we want to open up the conversation and give our take into the real, messy, amazing, sometimes tiring and frustrating, but mainly an extraordinary journey that comes with creating the secure, lasting relationships that you deserve. Welcome back to All About Love, the dating, healing and attachment podcast. Morning. Good morning. Or afternoon. Good morning or afternoon. <laughs> At the start of my um, daily activation class, I always say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, because people are on different time zones. <laughs> Very smug. So there you go. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to All About Love. Today, we are talking about how to raise your standards. And stop accepting basic crap. Yeah. This was genuinely inspired <laughs> by I don't know like who was having the conversation but just one of us bringing up this idea that we've had people say to us like but this is special because they message me good morning or this is special because they ask how I am and it's like that's lovely that's nice that you can feel the goodness of that but that doesn't make this special well you don't get a medal for having like normal communication and being a normal nice respectful person exactly and I do think like there is this pattern right if you're I don't know if you're used to crumbs if you're used to chaos if you're used to that anxious avoidant Mm -hmm. dance then our standards can be quite low if we don't if we struggle with self-love if we struggle with knowing our worth, our standards can be quite low. Well, not not even just about self-worth and stuff, I totally agree, but even more basic stuff like if you've been used to the dating app culture. Mm. So if somebody mm-hmm. asks you out, that's seen as like amazing. Or, you know, if somebody doesn't ghost you after three dates, that's seen as a relationship. Yeah. Whereas actually there's some basic standards. Basic not I feel bad saying not to celebrate (laughs) but really oh no just this is about upping our standards yes so there are basic things we should all expect and I think we need a healthier grasp on what they are so that's obviously what we're going to give you but you know we all should even maybe this just lends itself to a bit of a wider conversation on us all learning about what our standards are what our boundaries are what our values are all of those things so then we have a little bit more of a benchmark for when we go into a relationship yeah and it's like a two-way street right we're talking about this way you can accept and experience nicer higher standards and vice versa as well right you get to show up as well with better standards for someone else okay so what is the definition because I've got one hit me I'll hit you with it. So for me, standards are kind of personal and they're very personal to everybody, set of norms of what is acceptable and unacceptable. So they can be quite factual. You know, um, for example, if we wanted a monogamous relationship, that would be our standard of a relationship. You know, if I said, okay, I want to go on holiday. This is my budget. This is what I'm going to spend. That is my standard for Mm -hmm. that holiday, for my budget. Like you know it's it's what is normal and okay to us 
and it kind of teaches people like how we want to be treated how we want to be loved and what we're going to tolerate and what we're not yeah it's like a benchmark right yeah exactly but sometimes we need to bring that benchmark up a little bit we need to raise the bench and you know what i think that people were just going to know naturally you are going to know if you need to raise your standards the amount of times i used to say to myself is like i'm going to raise my standards i need to raise my standards Mm. like this is it what were what's been your experience when you were perhaps dating of no standards (laughs) no standards like they, I didn't even have to have the standard that they like me back. No, I didn't have to have the standard of knowing where I stand. Mm-hmm. I had like no standard. Some of the things I look back and think, do you know what? I'm not going to give the details of this too much. No, but give the us the other details, day I was thinking about this one person. <laughs> okay, went on a first date, met them out. Went on a first date. I should have known immediately because. When I met him out, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take you for breakfast because we were talking about loving brunch. Didn't take me for breakfast. Met me at some pub close to his house. And listen, I want you to know that this is my standards. And Mm -hmm. I know that I should have used my voice and I regret it so much. It's crazy, actually. He, I'm getting angry thinking about it. I can actually feel my heart rate going. He, we leave after one drink. Yeah. Maybe two. He's kissing me in the bar. First date, I don't even think we knew anything about each other. Do you know who this is? Who? Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he says, do you want to go on a walk? Lovely. Great standard. Yes, please. Do you know where he walks me? Some sort of cemetery. To his house. <laughs> <laughs> he walked me back to his house and I didn't say anything. I didn't say no. I didn't say... He was holding my hand and that was so uncomfortable. Mm. I didn't say no, I didn't take my hand out, I went back to his house. Okay. So your standard looking Zero. back should be you, what, want to go on a few dates before you hold hands and stop in the bars <laughs> and go back to somebody's house? Yeah, and, and wanna... not feel like I'm wrong for not wanting to hold your hand mm. yet or because I'm not there. And I certainly mm. don't want to go back to your house. Okay. So yeah, the standards are so wrapped up in speaking up, in self-esteem, in all of that. Yeah. But then you know what? No, I did. I think I did know that was my standard at least. But I don't know. This person, I had them on a pedestal already. Yeah. And I actually had an expectation that they knew about how to treat someone. Because... Well, they were in that world, weren't they? were in they? that world. In the and good old coaching world. <laughs> yeah. So I had this expectation. And that was... That's my bad, really. Lesson learned. Not a standard. Well, people will kind of get away with whatever they can. Mm-hmm. Like, in the worst, you know, in they will just... Do you know what I'll say about that? Is after that, I had a very new standard. <laughs> <laughs> so you do learn, right? Because I, I remember after that, to the point where I did use my voice here, I never went close to where they lived again. It was always 50-50. Well, yeah, because that's something, isn't it? Like, even when you're looking at the geography of dating. Like, I once lived... I mean, I used to live in, like, Angel, Islington, Finsbury Park at one point. I once went to Peckham for a date. But, like, like for me to travel an hour and a half, and I hadn't met them for, like, brunch. And it's like, why can't... Why wouldn't they suggest meeting halfway? Or why didn't I say, actually, that's... That's too far for me to travel. 
Why didn't you? I didn't. Why didn't I, Carly? When That's I had no standards either. Do you, what is your experience? Because, <laughs> like, joking aside, like, I genuinely had very, very low standards in terms of what it is to be a relationship, in terms of knowing or admitting what it is that I wanted, what I was looking for. They were low standards. Yeah, mine, mine were very low as well. Really? Yeah, like no, no standards in the sense that I. It was interesting. I had high expectations for what I thought a relationship should be, like with the drama, the fireworks, that sort of stuff, but very low standards for what, how it was okay to treat me, I yeah. think. I mean, even like you look back and like it's funny stuff, isn't it? Like I remember being on this date with this one guy and we were in like a food market and it just happened. For example, right, if we were queuing for food... I would just say, oh, I'll just get yours. You buy me a drink later, right? He, and this is, I think this is like the second date. We were like in the queue. He was ahead of me. And he literally took his food and his drink and just paid for his. And it was like seven quid or something. And like, when I was thinking about that after, I was like, I wouldn't do that to like a a friend. It doesn't matter if it's a date or not. It's just like common politeness and courtesy. And that's when I realized that a standard for me has to be like about like generosity and giving and like you both being as like generous as the other. Because I'd bought like so many rounds of drinks, like that sort of stuff. And he at one point had bought a round of drinks and then said to me, it's your turn now. Yeah, because this isn't about the who should pay first. No, it's just about like common standards. Basic standards. Politeness. But if he, (laughs) I have to say, right, I'm going to play devil's advocate. The money in the dating. If he had said, listen, just to let you know, um, I'm just going to pay for mine. Already, I do feel, and maybe he would have given you a reason, maybe Mm. he wouldn't have. But already that does soften it a bit. Mm. It's the, just the lack of even knowing to say something no she's not with me she's not with me no I don't know I think it's just like (laughs) it's again it's it's but for me it was like okay how is how what does that say about his personality then in other ways as well like generosity with time and things like that yeah for me I was just a bit like this is where if, if you buy you know the six quid like chicken nuggets I'd buy the drinks, doesn't matter. This is where, I, that's kind of mm. just triggered off the thought of like ghosting and stuff. So when I first stopped taking ghosting personally mm-hmm. and actually realised it's a basic standard to be able to communicate, I'm not interested or whatever uncomfortable thing it is they're not saying. When I stopped taking that personally and realised that instead... I realise it is a basic standard that I want someone that is going to be able to have that difficult conversation. Because if mm-hmm. they can't, imagine being in conflict, imagine being in mm-hmm. relationship, imagine the future with someone who ghosts or someone yeah, who just gaslights like, or whatever it is. can't communicate at all. Yeah. Somebody who can't text you back. So what are then, before we get on to like raising the tips of what our stand, how to raise our standards, what are the basic standards? Well, I feel like we've just gone through quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like that gives like a general idea. No, I genuinely feel like people don't know. I'll give you a personal example. Okay. Right. I've got a list in front of me. I'll I've written a list. <laughs> I said to my friend once, I'm actually a bit embarrassed by this, but look, imagine this is, or remember this is years ago, same yeah. as that 
walked me home to his house. Basic standards of safety. Yeah. Can we go there? Like, I let someone walk me to their house. Yeah, I ignored all those for years as well. <sighs> makes me, do you know what? It makes me worried to think of like having a daughter one day mm-hmm. and her putting herself in the situations that I did. Yeah. Like, well, this has taken a turn for the worse. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? A basic, okay, no, basic standard of safety. Let's go there. It, like, basic standard of you do not have to go back to theirs if you don't want to. You don't have to sleep with them. No. My friend once said to me that she felt like she didn't want to go on a date with someone on a Friday because she felt like she would have had to sleep with them. And I'm not going to lie to you that I related to her. Yeah. Or, like, if somebody, like, buys you a really expensive dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Again, guys, basic standards. These are basic standards yeah. that you don't have to. I know. Okay, so yes, safety. Not sleeping with someone before you're ready. Yeah. I used to literally think that I, they wouldn't want to be with me if I didn't put out. And that bothered me. <laughs> like, that bothered me. It's wild. And if anyone's there now, because we are laughing, but trust me, like, that was real for me at the time. Yeah. And so one day you'll be here right where we are, like laughing back at yourself. And it it doesn't hurt, don't worry. Apart from when you think of the safety (laughs) potential daughter. But you know what I mean. Well, for me, like such that I feel like we all need to up level the communication standards. So it's they don't get a medal for texting. Yeah, sorry, that was my personal example. I said to my friend like... Oh, it just said like, oh, he asked how I am. And she said to me, Carly, that is like a basic, she didn't use that word, but she was basically like, it's normal. That, yes, they ask how you are. <laughs> Why are you seeing that as good? Yeah, like remembering things you've said later on, listening. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't remember everything. My boyfriend did not remember where I was today. <laughs> but like just texting, making time, asking to see you again. Very basic standard, guys. You shouldn't have to persuade somebody. Just wanting to see each other. <laughs> normal. Okay? It's normal. Oh, I don't know where I saw this, but or I don't know what the exact quote is. I don't like to use the word normal, but I'm going to use it in the sense of we know what we're talking about when we say normal. You don't have to qualify normal. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm not going to come and get you with my pitch. But roll, do you know but... what I mean, though? <laughs> like, if we're saying things that people don't want to hear right now, they will come after us for using these words. All right. Okay. They'll be like, you don't know my situation because you're using the word normal. So if it's something like if you, I don't know, raise a need or something to someone healthy, secure, they're going to react in a normal way. They're not going to mm-hmm. tell you you're too much, that you're crazy, that you're awful. Yeah. And if they do, red flag. Yeah. It's a basic standard to be able to, it's even a basic standard on a first date to be able to say, this is going really well. I like this. Yeah, and if that scares them off, then see ya. I mean, I think it's like, and I know some people have a problem with this, but I think it's normal on a first date to say like, yeah, I'm in the space where I'm really excited for a relationship, so I'm dating with that intention. Yes. That frightens them off. Good. Do you know... Saves your time. um, Okay, so the reason these are in my mind is because I was going to make a post on them. Okay. But a Friends episode. (laughs) How much Friends have you been watching? Because we watch a lot, a lot of it. Rachel says to Chandler, Chandler, did you tell him that I'm looking for something serious? And he's like, I thought that's what you wanted. And she was like, now you're going to scare him away. 
And it made me realise, like, mm. ev- everything we're watching, like, even Rachel Green was like, you don't, she's like, you don't tell a guy that you're looking for something. But what? But you do. Uh, yeah, like, what, what is the alternative? You just, like, go with the flow and then end up in a situationship. Yeah, that is the alternative. <laughs> but that is, isn't it? Well, no, I do think there are, like, some, like, normal, nice people out there who, you know, do just want to date, like, one person and... Yeah. Look, people know, you know. So I find it quite useful to just think about, like, your inner child. Is this how you would want your inner child to be treated? Like, when you think of what you've been through, when you think of your younger self, is this what you want for her or him? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah, I do think, like, respect is quite a big thing. Like, treating... I know we talked about this on a previous episode, but like treating yourself and other people with respect. And that goes for that you treating them with respect. Too. And intuitively, you know whether you're being respected or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like you want to, you know, like feeling like you can be yourself, laughing, being light, like those things. I feel like, again, signs of a good day, aren't they? I have just something else that just comes to my mind <laughs> is where did I? I literally heard this somewhere. It was a conversation I was having recently. And it was, whoever it was, they were basically not allowed to be in any other mood apart from positive. And I think it's a basic standard that you're allowed to have like a range of emotions. It doesn't mean that you're this like negative, horrible, anxious, clingy, controlling person. Oh, it's interesting the standards that you put on yourself. Yes. Especially when dating. I get a lot of, um, especially with clients, like wanting to be the cool girl. Yes. So, like, not having, like, always, like, being, like, polite, fun, one of the lads, like, never talking about feelings, never talking about what they want. Like, we do sort of put our best foot forward when we're dating, don't we? Yeah. And look, everybody, like, gives the shiniest foot. But this is what I find mind-boggling. When you're dating, like, you do give the best version of yourself, like, you become, like, the shiny you. So... What happens then when literally one person can't be bothered to text you back? If that's the best version of them, why are you hanging on? Guys, please let us know what is like the worst standard Did you've you ever held somebody accountable to. Mine was walking home. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to talk about my worst standards. Really? Okay, well that says feel like all. people are going to... No. It's quite liberating now that I've said that out loud. I don't think I've ever told that out loud. Like, No, mine, I've like, when I say mine were bad, bad. Just like not... I, I haven't gone Not for that public road. consumption, yeah, I say. Yeah. I talk about that sort of stuff like in my programmes and whatever. Yeah. But um, my standard for podcasts is not to talk about all the hideous things I've done. Yeah. All the, the most, time. But <laughs> there is something really... not empowering powerful about knowing that like we have been to the depths and Mm -hmm. get it and now like I said earlier like we are able to laugh at ourselves and be like wow because it can feel like in those moments I'm never going to change yeah but I I didn't even realize mine were bad I know that's what's scary isn't it Mm -hmm. because I think even now like here's the thing like obviously I'm happy in this relationship. I also understand how relationships are and they might not last forever. One of the, I guess, like comforting feelings I have is at least now it can only, it could only get better, surely. Well, now this is your standard. Yeah, exactly. There's so many things in this relationship. Like, I remember once I was ill and he, and even the fact that I remember this is because basic things 
are a big deal almost. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he just disappears off to the kitchen and came back with, I don't know, like the paracetamol and some water. And I remember being like, oh my God, that's so caring. That's so nice. And obviously just not being used to someone like looking after you in that way naturally without you telling them. Yeah. And I just let myself be like, no, like maybe this is normal. Maybe that's what people do. They yeah. do kind things for you. Yeah, people like that's the thing. <laughs> do you think? Do you come across like people who have too high standards going the opposite way? Yeah, of course. Mm. So like being really super picky of like this is my list and it must be someone that looks like this and does this. And I think as well, if I was to take it to attachment, which mm. is. A, attachment podcast anxious attachment can have really in fact no actually both can have both can have really really high standards and not move away from that and unfortunately that just blocks people out it's interesting whether it's high standards or high expectations isn't it it's like a wall though isn't it yeah and it's I always get um they want somebody who's like ceo leader super successful can match them in terms of career but also has to be like really patient and understanding and have loads of time for them. Which is there's neither it's neither right or wrong, either of them. It's just trying to work out if you're realistically gonna get the opposite characteristic traits in one person. So it's figuring out what is gonna be important for you, isn't it? Yeah. And look, some people will say I'm never ever gonna budge, and that's fair enough. I'm not here to like try and make you budge or anything. It's just there's basic standards to have. And then it's all a balance, right? Because if you're the opposite and you have like these super high expectations in standards that are just keeping people away and keeping them out, Mm. both come with huge amount of difficulties and pain. Best advice I ever got was if you want to work on increasing your standards and boundaries, just work on being a good person who treats other people the way you want to be treated. Because then when it's not there with somebody returning it, it will be so much more apparent and it will become so much less attractive. Yeah, like, would you date yourself? Would you date yourself? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is actually one of the things... This isn't one of our tips, but when it did come to me raising my own standards or just looking at what I... Yeah, expect or one. I did have to look at how I was showing up as well because I wasn't showing up in the best way myself. Oh my god, a thousand percent. Like, I don't know if we spoke about this on our last season, but we work in an in- industry where we work with people who say they want great relationships with good communication. And yet, how many times do you get ghosted a month by clients or by people booking consults not turning up? By never applying to emails. I used to be a ghoster. Do you know how many times I've ghosted my dentist? <laughs> Honestly. Oh my God, it's like my therapist ghosted me. That's so funny. But genuinely, I would be too scared just to even tell the dentist, like, I can't make my appointment. Really? Ridi- yeah. I wouldn't tell. It's ridiculous. Like, this, even now, sometimes I have to force myself to, like, have, like, difficult conversations, obviously. But, yeah, I just would, I just would not turn up to things. But that's exactly, like, you've got to, I just don't think you can want to be in a relationship where you have amazing communication if you can't send somebody an email exactly so clean up your own act guys you know that message you have to send when you're not when you're dating and you're not interested in someone you just have to send it take a deep breath and it's not over obviously until they reply or don't reply but you just suck it up and yeah. send the right message do the right thing I know. tough times i know i used to be such a ghoster did um, you that's yeah. int- maybe that's why we get ghosted now 
What, karma? Yeah. No, because we stopped. We don't deserve it anymore. Ooh. So if you, <laughs> if you book a consultant with us, a, a consult a with consult. us, just know that we do talk to each other about getting ghosted. Yeah, we're watching you guys. <laughs> Stop ghosting people. Okay, so let's move on to how we can actually start to raise standards and stop accepting breadcrumbs okay i'll go first shall i (laughs) (laughs) okay so i think you need to go back to basics and actually as i said like standards are so personal for each person so i would suggest writing a list of qualities and behaviors that make you the happiest in a relationship and make you the most happy confident secure version of yourself and that are meaningful for you, okay? So, for example, um, somebody texting or being in regular communication, great, that then becomes non-negotiable. Somebody who you can have deeper conversations with, great, if that's really important to you, that becomes a standard for what you want when you're dating. So write down qualities and things that you need to feel happy and secure. So this is in the sense of like knowing, isn't it? Know what it is. Yes, you've got to do the exploration around it. Yeah. What kind of quality for you, Mm -hmm. what kind of quality is like a a non-negotiable for you? So what was interesting was when I was actually doing the values work and like figuring out what my values are and what I needed, a lot of it was around security. So it was around somebody who could show up, would arranged dates would text would be in touch where we could talk about things and of course then there were other qualities um you know like drive and humor and and loyalty and kind of respect and stuff like that but what was interesting when I did that was I then looked back at my history and was like oh my god I've only ever dated outside of these qualities and that's why I always felt so insecure and so rocky because I was literally choosing people that were the opposite of what I needed. Yeah. And were the opposite of the standards that I wanted in someone. Yeah. And I also was not acting in alignment with those standards. That Yeah, same here. I mean, as I was saying earlier about like the realising that being go- someone, someone that can't have the conversation around ghosting. Obviously, like I said, that used to be me. But yeah. in my defence, I was in my early 20s, what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I couldn't have those conversations. I'm not saying that makes it okay if you're in your early 20s. But certainly, personally, I have a lot more skills and standards that I didn't in my... I was on autopilot then, completely oblivious. Well, let's also be honest. Your standards change 20s to 30s to 40s to 50s. What's important to you changes, like what you value more changes, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like early 20s, maybe it was more important that they were the like super sexy, hot, dangerous bad boy and now you realized that makes you anxious or bad girl or bad girl guess what my one is my (laughs) tip (laughs) any guesses (laughs) (laughs) mine is speaking up and setting boundaries whether that's saying yes whether it's saying no but you know the example I gave earlier about the walking home obviously Mm. if I could turn back time I would just say like no I don't want to go into your house where are we going all of these things I don't want to hold your hand and I would have actually done it in a much jokier softer way Mm -hmm. I do think that's still possible I could have had that situation with him without creating a huge rupture yeah I believe that like he was 
you know, a sensible person. I don't think he would have like held it against me if no. I had said no. Um, but it's a lot more, even speaking up just in like you were saying, what is it that I'm looking for? What is it like that I'm interested in? Mm. What do I agree with? What do I not agree with? But I used to, especially after a date or if I felt them putting away or something ended, I used to go over it's probably because I said this or I didn't do that or I yeah. shouldn't have done this or I shouldn't have said what my favourite music was because now they probably think this of me. Like I had, it was quite warped that I even thought those things were, someone would choose you based on these things. That's really interesting. So yeah, so it's the getting to know yourself, what I'm hearing, and then being able to kind of, communicate it without yeah. feeling that pressure or out without having to mold yourself yeah just speaking up and just mm. being yourself and what I find quite interesting as well is speaking up and figuring out who I was was a really was a practice that I had to keep actively working on and it did start with me literally saying like oh no I think I'd rather have red wine rather than mm-hmm. white wine oh no I think I'd rather meet here rather than here Oh, and I still do it now. Like I'm, you know, Flynn's like, oh, what do you want for dinner? My go-to is I don't mind. And then I have to stop and think, do I mind? What do I want? Yeah. What is important to me here? It's an active process. Yeah. I I completely agree with that. There's definitely times that I still mm. see myself falling into those patterns. But I don't know, when there's an awareness and when it, sometimes you don't mind. No, sometimes you don't care. Yeah. But if you're always used to being the person that doesn't care, that goes with the flow, who doesn't speak up, it doesn't really matter if you care or not. It's the practice of making a decision that I think is yeah. important. So I, maybe I shared this on the last podcast, but I remember being on a date with this guy and we were in this bar and I think he just said, like, do you like it in here or something? And I said, oh, I don't really like this music. And that was such a big deal for me. And I remember knowing, like, if that is a deal breaker for him, that's okay. Yeah. Because I don't like that bar or that music. Yeah, and the more you, like, can be yourself, the more you can say, I like this, I don't like this, the quicker it kind of saves time. Because somebody can easily then tell, like, what your vibe is, whether they would want to be with you, like, whether you do have stuff in common, whether there is something there, rather than you pretending... Yeah. And then getting four months down the line and they haven't seen the real you. The world didn't fall apart either after I shared my opinion on something. And actually, I think we went on other dates after that. So it was not significant, mm. you know. If it had been, that's fair enough both ways as well. So my next tip is, it sounds a bit weird, but when I think you're in the early practice of raising your standards and you're getting to know yourself and you're learning how to speak up, sometimes it can be quite difficult to implement if all you've been used to is breadcrumbs and you haven't kind of had that benchmark. So I always suggest like zoom out, find a role model, find somebody, you know, whether it's the future you who's the most confident, amazing version of themselves or whether it's a celebrity, whatever, and when you have moments where you're not sure, ask what that person would do. So like, you know, if I don't know, sometimes when I'm... What would Caitlin do? Yeah, what would Carly do in this moment? When it, What would Carly say in this moment when it comes to coaching? Like, So get a different perspective, but kind of 
elevate yourself. So find somebody that you really find inspiring and say, what would they say? What would they say? In the book Attached, mm-hmm. one of the most prominent strategies that they use from moving from insecure to secure is to find secure people. Yeah. And to see how it is that they are in relationship and to be around people that, yeah, seem to have like higher standards. It's really important as well, because I remember Tony Robbins saying, typically what we might do is actually lower our standards to be with someone. We tend to lower our standards to stay in that relationship. That's really, yeah, that's really interesting, isn't it? So you, rather than pushing yourself or believing that you're going to meet somebody who reaches you where you are you will kind of settle yeah so be around it. people that have the same interests as you be yeah. around people that because I know we're talking about like standards of relationship but it, if you go beyond romantic relationships mm. you know I, I started to get a lot more interested in like what brings me joy and in doing more of those things and I don't know like going to you know how I love like self-love circles and like these sort of spiritual events and things like that going to more things like that I was then meeting more people where I was having deeper conversations and then you go on these dates of people where the conversation was not hitting that spot anymore Mm. it was boring so be around people that are interesting fun of your standard yeah who inspire you then if it's not there on a date with a romantic partner it becomes so much more evident doesn't it I find that a lot, actually, when people are a bit further on their healing journey, perhaps that we're working with, they will start, there is a pattern of people starting to say, like, I just want deeper conversation. Yeah, definitely. I've noticed a pattern with clients, though, about that. When you get into the pattern and habit of raising your standards, it actually feels like there is more worse, more bad behavior out there. So, and what I always say is, okay, hang on a minute, you're just noticing the ghosters, the people who don't text you back, you're noticing the people who can't have deeper conversations, you're noticing the people who only want one thing, they're more apparent, because you're now not accepting it as normal. So I do always say when you start to raise your standards, you might actually notice more of the kind of pool, more of the bad behaviour, it might seem more apparent to you. And can I say something that might be a bit disheartening? Yeah. But there are more, there is more of that in the dating pool, right? Mm. Like that kind of shallow conversation. It's harder to find that one person than it is a hundred people that don't reach those standards. But you're only looking for that one person. Yeah. But you just have to, for me, I was just committed. I was like, I'm just going to keep going. And, <laughs> you know what I mean, though? <laughs> until <laughs> until it's different, until I, I know that person's out there. And I know not everyone will be able to relate to that because I did have this kind of like unshakable doubt sometimes it was there Mm. or sorry the unshakable belief sometimes that doubt was there but I really did believe there was someone out there of that standard yeah and I'd also reached the point where I was like it's I'm much happier being single than keep going Mm. through this shallow stuff but you also became more flexible in some of your ideas of what you wanted in someone didn't you yeah so you had the up higher standards of how you wanted to be treated how you wanted to feel how you um what you wanted from life from them but you had more of a flexible idea of who they were going to be what they were going to look like how you're going to meet them yeah so basically if you just have more joy more fun in terms of like what lights you up Mm. that goes a long way for raising your standards Mm. just naturally High standards and a flexible idea of what it's going to look like. Exactly. And actually, the next tip, I think, brings it all together really nicely because it's this idea of, like, 
dating yourself Mm -hmm. this idea of whether that is through a solo trip whether it's a day out with yourself whether it's taking yourself for dinner just treating yourself like you were saying as you want to be treated naturally we know if we have a lack of self-love if we have a lack of treating ourselves with goodness we are more likely to find that acceptable it's easier to accept it's more what we're used to when we start to be kinder to ourselves treat ourselves nicely and we start to get used to that even just from ourselves naturally without having Mm. to do or be anything else our standard increases so how amazing like tap into joy tap into relationships that light you up date yourself do what makes you happy and then the natural outcome of that is higher standards yeah easy (laughs) thank you guys (laughs) but it's true right love actually yeah love yourself more well it is isn't it it's the the more you fill yourself up with like love and joy and all those things as you said the so much easier to spot when it's not there And it is like this natural progression because then naturally you will speak up for yourself because you're not going to put up with that anymore. So guys, as always, please let us know on Instagram one way you're going to raise your standards. What are you no longer going to accept? What action are you going to take to implement what we've just been talking about? Please message us on Instagram and we will go from there but we'll see you next week and sending you all lots of love. <laughs>